What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Brie Ann. Um, if you've never heard me before, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, my name is Brie Ann, and I am the CEO of Girl Stop, where we talk about all things girl, all things Jesus, and everything in between. If you're returning, thank you so much for joining. Um, I know I normally post on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but today's a special occasion. I got a subscribe subscriber request to do something very unique out of the ordinary and I promise to deliver tonight and so here we are um so if you're listening to this um in the morning or midday just know that I'm recording and it is nighttime or evening time it's not totally nighttime but anyway every week we focus on something specific and this society I cannot get that word out today this particular request asked me to speak on what to do while waiting. Okay, so the context of the request focused on what to do while waiting on God. So that's what we're talking about. What I want to how I want to discuss this is we're going to break down three things that you need to do while waiting on God. We're going to talk about clearly identifying what you're waiting for, the prayer, worship, reading, faith component, and the be still, be quiet, and be patient component. These are three things that you're going to need to do when you're waiting on God. So if you feel like you're in a season of your life where you're waiting on God, where you need answers, where you need understanding, where you need to know what is going on, I would highly admonish you to tune in, okay? If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, um, let somebody know, follow me on all of my... um, on all of my, um, (laughs) it's something I want you to follow me on. (laughs) JK, follow me on all of my social sites on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. My Instagram is underscore, underscore, girl stop. That's G-I-R-L-S-T-O-P underscore. Again, underscore, underscore, girl stop, underscore. Um, And so everything else is linked. uh, So you guys can find it. Let's get into this conversation. Okay, great. So look, what to do while waiting on God? Waiting on God is not an easy position. Don't we're not going to make light on it. Um, actually, at my church, my pastor, his name is Dr. V, and he teaches about how you're never waiting on God. God is actually waiting on you. So he probably would frown on me using the uh, term waiting on God. But for the purposes of understanding, we're going to talk about the season of being in between, you know, where like you prayed and you've requested that God do something in your life or that something transpire or transact. And you feel as if that you have to wait for God to lead you into the next step. Uh, process you to the next position in that healing and that deliverance or wherever you are in your mental or spiritual state, there is a component where you and God are relationship and you feel as though um, you are giving space to intervene. So you're not going to move. So in that in that time, in that space, you have to make sure that you've clearly identified what you're waiting for, okay? Because if you don't know what you're waiting for, you may have the thing that you're already thinking that you're waiting on, or if the thing comes, if it comes in a form or in a way um, that you're not familiar with or you aren't expecting, you may miss, quote unquote, the very thing that you think you're waiting for. It's uh, very interesting um, for this uh, example purposes. We'll say that you know, right now, Girl Stop is in this place um, where we're looking at doing some next level stuff, right? So I could say that, you know, what well, I'm waiting on God to know which move to make first. If you listen to some of my podcasts earlier this week, I talked about how I had to battle fear and how I had to battle all these other things that were rising up because there was another step in that process. And I really wanted to hear God's answer concerning it. So I, you could say that I was waiting on God, right? So I had to identify exactly what it is that I needed. I needed an answer from God concerning the thing that I felt like he instructed me to do. So I think the first step is clearly identifying 
what you're waiting for. Are you waiting for a yes or no to act on a matter? Are you waiting on God's approval? Are you waiting on a spiritual download of some sort where maybe you're being delivered out of a process of something and you want God to just completely wash your heart? Have you been completely washed new, you know, scrubbed of, you know, all of your flesh and now you're like, okay, God, what's next? Okay, if you don't know what's next, then perhaps you need to be asking God what's next so that you know what you're waiting for. A lot of times we can get caught up in being spiritually stagnant. And what I mean is thinking that we're waiting on God to move or to do something when in actuality it's our turn to take um, our faith and make a move or make a decision or um Go deeper in that word or go deeper in that prayer component or go deeper in that worship time or whatever the the case may be. I know this may sound very vague, but listen to it from your heart or from where you are in your season of waiting. If you feel like you've waited, you know, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. Okay, well, let's think about your mentality. Let's think about your heart posture while you've been waiting. If you know for sure what you've been waiting for, are you open to God saying what you don't want to say or moving in a way that? Is in contradiction to what you actually want. Are you um, available for God to use you, push you, move you to a place that maybe um, you weren't expecting? Are you are you open to God using somebody that you don't normally speak with or a mechanism, you know, a messenger or, or a way that you don't normally listen to to receive what he has to say? So these are these are some things that we must be um, aware of. For instance, if I'm sitting down at a restaurant and let's say that my waitress comes up and her name is Jenny. Let's say her name is Jenny. Well, if my waitress is really, really busy because she's slammed because the restaurant's super busy, she's running around. Well, if she sends Clark over to my table, I don't care if it's Clark, Jenny, Craig, Bobby, whoever. If they deliver my food, I'm excited because I've got what I've been in, t- in anticipation for. So when you're thinking about um, how God is going to move in that way or if you're needing God to move. I think the bottom line is being clear on what you ask for or what you're waiting for. Because guess what? If Clark came to my table and delivered me uh, some pork ribs, I would know that's not my food because I'm in anticipation of a veggie burger. So I would know that that's not my answer and it helps eliminate a lot of confusion. So hopefully that if you find yourself in this waiting season, you have clearly identified what you're waiting for. The second component, the prayer, worship, reading, faith component. Okay, this is huge. And the reason why I put it in the kind of the middle of this sandwich is because it is the core of what's going to keep you in this season. In the season of waiting for God, it may feel very confusing. It may feel very unfamiliar. It may feel very new. It may feel very awkward because you may not feel like you're hearing from God, but you know your anticipation. And in and in anticipation from him, um, you may feel like there is something that you need to do um, that you're not doing and you're just really uncertain. The prayer, worship, reading and faith component is going to keep you right where you need to be with God concerning that matter. And this is what I mean. Yes, some things may feel unrocky. Yes, some things may feel uncertain. Yes, you may not know what's going on. But as long as you stay in prayer and in your word, that's the reading component, reading your word, reading your Bible, meditating on the scriptures, making sure that you have faith backing the very thing that you're waiting, waiting, um, waiting for God to move on or speak on or direct on or guide on whatever that thing is. You have scripture that backs and supports his will, his covenant, his promises concerning those things. Now, let me hit a little uh, time out on the play right here. If you need help identifying scripture um, or a confession or affirmation concerning the thing that you're believing God for, hit me up. Let me know what's up because um, 
voice message, DM, email, however you want to reach out to me. But I want to help you because there's no reason that you, my brother and sister in Christ, or even if you're not in Christ and you want to exercise some biblical biblical principles, I'm cool with that too. Like there's no reason that you should be out here alone and unguarded spiritually like that. And I want to help you. So just message me and let me know what you need help with. Send me some topics or something maybe you're going through and we can go, we can get together and we can go through the word because we need that. Okay guys. So uh, pausing, uh, unpausing the play, I guess. So that reading worship and prayer and faith component is going to help you stay near to God because in that season of uncertainty and in that season of not sure, not clear or unknownness, um, being near to God will be your consistent factor. It will help eliminate the confusion that the enemy is trying to send, the deception that he's trying to send, the false answers um, in their deceptive forms as they may show up. Or, you know, it helps to clarify and clean out all of the junk, all of the um, distractions, because in, in a waiting season, there can be a lot of distractions. There can be a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of worry, a lot of uncertainty. And all of those things can make you feel really uncomfortable. And so now they got you off distracted, dealing with something else that has nothing to do with what your faith point is set on so again if those um that component if you feel yourself feeling that in this waiting season dig deeper i want to challenge you go deeper in prayer if you pray about a minute or two Try, try praying for five minutes. Try sitting in his presence. If you worship, you know, through one or two good songs through your iPod, well, try three or four songs. Try a different song. Try to see God in a new way. Like this is the time for you to really solidify your relationship with Christ. Um, it's kind of like you're moving to a new city, but you're moving with your first love. You've always known each other. Um, you have a great relationship. That's the only stable thing from your past to help you go from where you were to, to where you now are and to where you're going. So that's why you have to really stick close to Jesus in these moments. You cannot afford um, in this waiting season, in this kind of limbo to thwart your relationship with God. It needs to be tight. It needs to be strong. And I would, you know, push you even further spiritually. If you've never fasted, I have some videos on my YouTube to talk about fasting. I don't think I have any on this podcast um but if you go over to a girl stop youtube um i have some videos on how to fast and why to fast and you know i would challenge you you know perhaps maybe you need to go on a fast perhaps you you might need to push social media back maybe you need to get off netflix for a little bit maybe you know you need to spend a little less time in front of the tv or the computer and a little bit more time in the word and in worship because those things will help bring calm to what seems like or is trying to brew as a storm this is a very very beautiful time of your life and it should be treated as such okay Okay. <laughs> so the prayer, worship, reading, and faith component are huge if you feel like you're waiting on God. If you're seeking God for something, if you're wanting Him to answer, if you need guidance, if you don't want to move without Him leading, this is imperative. It's imperative to the foundation of your spiritual life, but it's definitely imperative to this season, to getting you from where you are to where God wants you to be. The last component, the be still, be quiet, and be patient. This three part component is so hard. But it's so necessary. The hardest thing to do in a still season is to be still. If you're waiting on God, you have to be still. Okay. going back to uh, my example from earlier, if I'm sitting at the table waiting on my food to be delivered, my waitress's name is Jenny. But Clark is the one that delivers my food. If he brings up those, if I'm not, let's say, you know, between the time that I talked to Jenny and Clark brought the food, let's say, you know, I got up and I started mingling around the restaurant. I'm talking to people. I went and used the bathroom. I went out to my car to take a phone call. I come back. Back, and now there are these ribs that's been on my table for 45 minutes and they're cold. So not only is it the wrong 
wrong food, but now I can't get a substitute because it's been plated, which means it's been on my table. It's touched the guest table and it can't be returned. How many of you guys are possibly missing what God has for you or the answer that you need or correcting the answer or getting the distraction out of the way because you're too busy? The word says that we are to be still and know that he is God. Some some translations say be still and know that he is Lord. Whatever the case may be, you have to be still. Being still is a physical act and it's also a spiritual act. Being still means I'm not going to take this situation back in my control. I am going to trust that God has it. The Bible says that we're to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding, which means because I don't understand this place right now, because I don't totally um, I don't know all of the factors. I can't see down the street, around the corner. I, I don't have a full dimensional view, but I trust God. I'm going to leave it in God's hands. A lot of times what we do in waiting seasons is we're get we get busy, you know, um, we get busy trying to do God's job and saying that we're trusting God and you cannot simultaneously do both. This is what that means. You say, God, I trust you, Lord. I give it to you. I surrender my all. God, you got it. I trust you. It's completely in your hands. And then once you get out of prayer and once you get out of your feel good moment and worry starts to hit you and anxiety starts to come and you start stretching, stressing, <laughs> stretching, <laughs> you start stressing and itching a little bit about it. And now you're like, oh, so now you find yourself scrolling, trying to figure it out trying to fix it, trying to quote unquote, help God solve the problem or give guidance. So like you have quote unquote more to do. No, once you lay that down at the throne room, the Bible says, believing that you have received when you ask. So you have to believe that you've received the answer, the day, the moment, the time that you ask. Okay. That way you don't have to go back and try to get that thing quote unquote from God. All right. So again, you have to be still the next component of this, of this three part is to be quiet. You have to be quiet. You cannot talk and hear God like you can't talk and listen. We can't do that in the natural and you really can't do that in the spirit. So you have to. I mean, well, there are some exceptions, but that's a whole nother deep conversation. (laughs) But the point is, you have to be quiet. And when I wrote the be quiet component, what I was saying really is that you cannot be letting any and everything come out of your out of your mouth. Yes, some things are uncertain. Yes, we um, yes, some things we, we don't. We don't feel as if we know and we don't know how God is going to move. But what we do know, going back to the prayer, worship, reading and faith component, we do know that God promised us a hope and a future plans to prosper us. He has if we complete commit our plans to him, they they shall succeed. There's a lot that we committed to him. Right. That we're trusting him. Right. So we have to be quiet, meaning we can't put our mouth on the situation. We can't go up to God in faith saying, God, I believe you. God, I trust you. God, I love you. God, intervene and then come back down off of our quote unquote spiritual high and be like, well, I don't know. No, 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 no. You have to be consistent in faith, consistent in confession and consistent in voice. The same thing you believed in prayer is the same thing that you should be saying out of your mouth. So even if you don't feel like you have to trust your knowing that God has you, I promise you, God has you and he will lead you in the place. The Bible says that he will uh, make your name great and that he will lead you. Um, that's not the one I wanted. That's not what I wanted. The Bible says he will lead you on paths for his namesake. That's what I'm trying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's what I was trying to get out. OK, so again, you cannot. <laughs> You literally can not afford to put your mouth against your own prayer. You cannot be your own enemy. The Bible talks about how powerful the tongue is and how life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. Meaning if you speak on it negatively, that's what you're going to get. 
you know, the Bible talks about how the the tongue is like the smallest member um, of the body, but it's the fiercest. It's the strongest sword ever because it is the, how powerful the tongue is to even break bones, you know. So, again, we have to watch our mouths. We have to, and I just say, be quiet when I'm waiting on God, when I'm trying to make sure that I'm staying in faith, I don't have a whole lot to say because I set my resolve on all things working together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So I know I've been created in his image and his likeness. I know that I am being washed and created and who he called me to be. He's going to, and, and he's going to reveal to me my purpose and he's going to show me how he wants me to live in this earth and what gifts and callings he's created me to do. I know those things. So even though it doesn't feel like I know those things or that I can trust those things, I have to trust that God has me and he has my best interest in heart. And even though I don't have all of my information gaps filled out, that God is still good and he will deliver on his promises. So you have to have that faith resolve. And the last part of this is being patient. Now, I heard all these like old school, like euphemisms and things like, um, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Okay, I don't subscribe to a whole lot of old adjectives. If it's not an actual proverb from the book of Proverbs, I really kind of stray away from it because a lot of that stuff you can like totally debunk, which again is a whole nother uh, conversation, okay? But what I'm saying in the context of this conversation is that when we're talking about being patient, um, the Bible says they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and they will not faint. OK, the Bible also jointly puts that fainting activity, which means you'll wear out, you'll burn out or you'll give up on what God has for you. It says you will reap if you faint not. All right. So you have to be patient. I mean, the Bible talks about how are the fruit of our spirits are like love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, meekness. And some people say long suffering. Um, some people call it endurance or, imper- or perseverance that you have to uh, see that thing through that, you know, um, it may not, in fact, be, you know, uh, answer right away. It may it may, in fact, not be um a a divine moment of inspiration or revelation or insight right then as soon as you ask it may not be that's just the reality of the matter however in that moment in between um the question and the answer is probably a whole long spiritual battle if you read the story of daniel um he kind of lays out a model of how you know the uh there's a spiritual war going on how there's you know the spirit of in the kingdom of darkness fighting you know for us to rule and reign as we've been promised and that's a whole nother conversation but the point is that you know in between you asking as long as you believe and that answer Think about it as a character developing time. My accountability partner is so hilarious. Um, they expressed to me that like we we decided that we're taking the word L's out of our language, which L's is um, it's like the letter L apostrophe L's, which stands for losses. Like we're not taking any L's. So we st- we wanted to stop even use the word using the word loss or L's. And so now we say that we're having character enhancers. That was a character enhancing moment that I learned something from and I will be better because of it. Right. So because this is our our resolve. I've decided that <laughs> this is really funny to me. But anyway, because that is our resolve, think about it like this. Perhaps in your season of waiting, God is enhancing your character. A lot of what we want from God 
I believe is an identity and an imaging recognition of more and more awareness of who we already are in him. And we have to grow up into that awareness and grow up into that power and grow up into that identity as we have been gifted. And as we seek after that thing, the Bible says, um, you will find me when you seek after me with your whole heart. So guys, I hope that this helped you. Um, again, while waiting on God, you want to clarify and identify, clearly identify, know exactly what you're waiting on, okay? What you're waiting for. You want to never forget to the prayer, worship, and reading and faith component. You never want to forget, you know, that those are things that are essential, they're fundamental, and you have to have them. And you need to cling closely to those things. I will reiterate that, you know, maybe this is a time to consider fasting if you never have. And if you do have a fasting lifestyle, maybe this is time to pick, pick it, you know, up and employ it to make the weight, not the W-A-I-T, but the W-E-I-G-H-T of the season not feel as uh, insurmountable. And you want to be still, be quiet, and be patient. You want to be still and know that he's God. You want to watch your mouth and make sure that your confessions and what you're saying about the situation, about um, the particular instance with God is lining up with your faith and your heart's desire. And then you also want to make sure that you're being patient, that you're waiting on the Lord so that he can renew your strength and that you're not moving ahead of God or moving without God because we never want to live a life disconnected from him. So I hope that this helped you. I hope that it blessed you to my special subscriber. Thank you so much uh, for your request. I hope that this was something that you needed to hear. And I hope that even if you get a weak moment or a faint moment, know that you are not in this season alone, that God loves you, God cares for you, and God is going to answer the desires of your heart and your questions as long as you believe him and they are aligned with your will and purpose for your life. He's going to reveal to you who you've been created to be and what you're supposed to be doing in this earth. And I promise you, girl, you're going to be so phenomenally amazing and awesome because that's where you that's how you were created. The Bible says that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, that his works are wonderful and that we all should know that full well. So I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you and everyone else that's listening to this particular um, podcast. Again, go ahead and subscribe to my channel, my YouTube channel, uh, my podcast channel, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and all of that wonderful stuff. And if you enjoyed this, send me a voice message, a DM email. Let me know what you think, how you feel. And if there's any other content that you want me to cover hashtag let me know well until tuesday guys i love you all peace love and hair grease